All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. May God's grace and peace be multiplied among you and yours as we await the coming of our Savior with great joy. Amen. Dear people of rejoicing, Everyone seems to love a good rags-to-riches story. And some of these stories are fictitious ones, such as Cinderella. But there are a number of true rags-to-riches stories. In fact, today we hear the prophet Isaiah tell us a true rags-to-riches story. It's the story of Israel. It's also the story of you, me, and all God's people. Jerusalem had been leveled to the ground in 587 B.C. by the armies of Babylon, and the Hebrew people were escorted off into captivity. When they returned home some 70 years later, they had few financial resources, meager food supplies, harsh weather, and the people found the task of rebuilding to be simply overwhelming. To their disappointment, the prophet spoke God's word. Israel appeared to be a people dressed in rags. They had been through very difficult times, and maybe even thought that God was neglectful, indifferent, or silent to them. But God had a word of promise for them and for us. You know what? The best thing about this word is this. It's not an old folk tale. It's not a fairy tale. It's not a myth. Rather, it's the truth of God and the salvation that he brings to our lives, and it's the source of our constant joy. We are given an exchange of garments from the garments of condemnation to the garments of salvation. And our scripture for today, like this Advent season, heralds a remarkable, amazing transformation. God speaks and everything changes. Something unexpected, something wondrous, something glorious breaks into the history of man. The God who loves justice alters the circumstances of the oppressed and the brokenhearted. The garments needed for the celebration are given free of charge and provided. And change, which is sometimes very difficult for us to deal with, uh, to deal with comes to us in the person of Jesus Christ. Like a, like a divine tailor, God knows exactly what we need. And he gives it to us. He provides it through his son, who is our eternal joy. And so what were we wearing before we were given these blessed, beautiful garments? Well, the message about our garments of condemnation is the ugly part of our rags-to-riches story. It's difficult, not easy to hear these words, but it's necessary for us to hear. God doesn't mince his words here either. He lets us know. But without these words, we fail to recognize our great need for his garments of salvation. So first of all, scripture tells us that we were naked. In the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve sinned, they knew they were naked, so they attempted to cover their nakedness with fig leaves, and they hid from God in shame. Because of the fall into sin, our nakedness before God produces shame, fear, and guilt. We desire to run away from God and hide, or maybe even worse still, to cover ourselves with garments of our own making. 
But remember, God responded to their need. And he made garments of skin and clothes for them. And out of the nakedness of our sin, we have been given the garments of salvation that enable us to stand before God unashamedly with worship and praise. Scripture also tells us that our garments were filthy rags. The prophet Isaiah, in describing our attempts to please God apart from faith and apart from Christ, writes that all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. That's what sin does. Our sin makes us unclean before God. And the only way that we could have this uncleanness removed is through the blood of Christ, our Savior. Scripture also tells us that we were wearing improper garments. And that's our dress by nature. Our sinful nature will always attempt to convince us that we can dress ourselves for entrance into God's kingdom with our own righteousness, with our own good deeds and good works. We see that in the parable of the wedding banquet. The king told his attendants to tie the person wearing the improper garments hand and foot and throw him outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So simply put, we need new clothes. That's why today we rejoice. We rejoice that God has given us this joyous exchange. Jesus took the guilt and the shame of our nakedness as he was born as a naked infant, that we might be clothed with his perfect righteousness. He wore the blood-stained garments of his suffering and passion to give us the robe of his righteousness. He wore the strips of linen, which were improper attire for the burial of a king, to give us the garments without spot or wrinkle, garments that last for all eternity. And so the Bible declares this amazing good news, that all of you who were baptized in the Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. The garments given to us by Christ are guaranteed to be tailor-made, to never wear out, to never lose their beauty. There's no other fabric in this world that can make that promise. It's found only in the robe of Christ's righteousness. Really, that's the only piece of clothing you don't have to worry about exchanging after Christmas is over. These garments that God gives us, they fit us perfectly. They'll always be exactly what we need for every occasion, every struggle, and every celebration. They fit the infant brought to the Lord at baptism and the mature person residing in the nursing home and everywhere in between. We can't even comprehend the full glory of their beauty until we reach our heavenly home. And so now the good news for us is we are dressed and ready for Christmas. We are dressed in the riches of Christ's righteousness. We are given these garments to put on joyfully gratefully and with great reverence in response to the exchange of wardrobe that we have received. And it spills over into celebration and proclamation. We get to take the joy of Christmas to others in person. We have the opportunity to take the good news that Christ came to us to exchange our nakedness, our filthy rags, our improper clothing with his robe of righteousness and a garment of praise. From the Garden of Eden 
to the parable of the lost son who returns in rags from the pigsty, only to have his father remove that filthy clothing and dress, dress him in fine garments. God covers his people with grace and mercy for a celebration of praise that's found in his righteousness. And we are, are given this wonderful privilege to go and, and take that message to others, to share that good news with our spouses, our families, our neighbors, our co-workers, to all those that we know who are suffering, to those who are ready to give up. You and I are agents of transformation because of the transformation that God has first done for us in exchanging our garments of condemnation for his garments of righteousness. So what a wonderful, amazing, rags-to-riches story we get to tell. The story of righteousness through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.